people are like really, you know, the food is growing in harmony with nature and people are living in harmony with nature. And yeah, honestly, I do, I do see it. I do see it happening. What's going on guys? All about feeling good podcast. I am your host, Richard Arsenal. And on today's show, I have a good friend here coming from all the way in Mexico. He's actually from uh, Ohio, but he's been uh, he's been living in the tropics now for a while. Uh, his name is Reagan Malice. He's 24 years old, and um, I just want to welcome him, welcome him to the show. How's it going, buddy? What's up, Richard? Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Happy to chop it up with you. <laughs> for sure. So we actually met in Costa Rica. Um, I spent two weeks in uh, at the Pachamama Eco Community in uh, Costa Rica, and that's where we met. And uh, a good friend of ours actually was. Uh, she's from Canada, and she was there at the time, and said. Uh, um, she just knew. I think she had a she had a feeling that me and you would uh, would become friends before we even met each other, <laughs> and then it happened in the middle of uh, what was it called that who is in uh, that silent retreat, and um, and then we didn't really have that much time to chat and have a good conversation, but because everything right. you know everything was uh, pretty busy there, and uh, I didn't have that yeah. much time afterwards, so it's good to yeah. You were you left so soon after you were, you left like the next day or two days after something, right? right? Yeah, it's weird because it feels like we uh, like I feel like we connected so well, and like it felt like uh, we were together for much longer than just like a few days or whatever, you know. For sure, yeah. With that that silent retreat, ten, took about you know ten days out of the fifteen or sixteen that was there. So, yeah, with everything else going on, you know, it's hard to to sit down and have a good conversation. But <laughs> yeah, and so, I think uh, meeting someone right after a silence retreat, it's like we're <laughs> we're at a pretty deep deep space within each other. So like you know, we we cut through all the fluff and get to see like. Uh, kind of deeper aspects of each other absolutely so makes sense we had that opportunity to like really develop a strong connection in such a short time totally totally so um how did you how did you oh my god i can't speak right now <laughs> how did you uh, enjoy your time at pachamama like uh you spent what like a good month or more there or yeah, I was there for three months. Um, and yeah, it was like, it was, I'm happy. I'm grateful for it. Um, I feel like it was an awesome opportunity. I mean, something that not many people that I know of have ever done. Um, definitely gave me a good taste of like living in the jungle. And um, just, I think it was just a good, like personal test of like, um, every it's just like every day you have to you know get up and go to your go to your thing and um go to meditation and it's just constant it just felt like it was a constant process of like me with me if that makes sense like mm -hmm. um it was yeah 
Awesome. It was, it was good with all the meditation and everything. Um, for sure. So, yeah. uh, for you guys listening, uh, Pachamama is a, uh, little community that you can go to as a visitor, but you can also go to as a, uh, work exchange and a lot of people that go there and spend time do uh, the work exchange. And that's that's what you've done the whole time there, eh, Reagan? Yeah, I did the work exchange for three months. So Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was working in the um, jungle shop, fruits and veggies. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so there's that and, like, there's a bunch of workshops. There's you know, small retreats. It's mostly, I think they're mostly all called workshops, except for that, the mm-hmm. silent retreat. And, you know, they do uh, some plant medicine um, ceremonies there as well. They do, yeah, a bunch of different workshops on, on health and and stuff like that. And, and um, but yeah, if, if you want, just go check out their website. It's, it's a really cool spot and uh, strongly yeah. suggest it. I was only there two weeks and, it it actually to be honest when i got back and i was driving home from the airport i was like thinking mm-hmm. about it and i was like man it felt like i was gone for like a month and a half like it definitely mm. felt like way longer than just two yeah. weeks and usually when you go on vacation or you go you know somewhere else it's it feels like it went by so quick so right. it felt different and i i Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good thing, really, that it, it felt like it was long, longer than, than expected. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's, um, I think what's unique about Pachamama, I mean, it's just like, it covers, it kind of covers everything. So mm-hmm. like if people are into like, if people are kind of new into like the whole like holistic, um, alternative spiritual type of practices, um, it's like covers meditation, yoga, uh, plant-based eating, uh, community living, eco village, plant medicine. Um, so yeah, it kind of has like a wide range of like everything. There's different trainings. Like I got, I got this little training in Reiki. Um, there's breath work. It's like, I just felt like it kind of had like, you could dabble, get your feet wet and everything and see what, see what you like, see what resonated with you. So I felt like that was, that was a good, like first eco retreat place to go to. Right. And have you, have you been to anything else like that before? Or is it like, I don't know how often have you been to the tropics or or any other warm place um, before that? So yeah, I've been to, I mean, Florida is like tropical, I guess that's, been there plenty of times um the first like big tropical trip i've ever had was actually to costa rica like four or five years ago with my family it was like the summer of 2016 and yeah i just like loved it we spent like a week there and um it was we were like living in these little it was like a week we spent in these little um cabanas cabin things in the jungle and saw monkeys and everything and yeah, I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. So then, um, this past fall when like the opportunity came up again, that, um, or when I was looking for places to go really, when I was graduating college was really like, okay, I want to go check out some like retreat center just because I'm like, really, I'm like all into this, uh, 
plant-based lifestyle detoxification. And I just was like, I really want to just go do this. And so when I was looking for places, it drew me to Costa Rica and you know, I loved it, found Pachamama and yeah. But to answer your question, no, that's probably, Pachamama is very unique. Like mm-hmm. as far as the places I've been, I've never been to another place that's like really comparable to Pachamama. Awesome. So uh, following your journey after that, I seen that a little group of you guys moved over to a different place in Costa Rica and spent some time there and like yeah. tell us what uh, what you've been up to since then and like uh, where you're at now. Yeah, so I guess um, since Pachamama, since uh, I guess just since I graduated college, I've really you could say just a lot like kind of been taking these chances doing uh just allowed myself to be guided i guess mm-hmm. um so yeah after pachamama um a group of us we got together we got a house um we went to dominical in costa rica and we we joined the house as like this wellness house so we were, you know, all coming from Pachamama where we were meditating regularly, eating plant-based and taking care of our health in whatever ways. And we just had the intention to continue living like a house with these healthy practices. And we did to some degree, I think we didn't like uphold it as, as like regimented as we had like imagined, but it was still a good, good place to transition from like Pachamama what like nature community into like more of a mainstream normalized i guess living mm-hmm. um so yeah that was that was a good experience um i definitely i got a coach like i kind of i kind of like just had some people around that i just you know could share tips with do some workouts with whatever take care of my own stuff um And then after that, uh, the one girl who was living with us, Jess, she moved to Mexico. And then I ended up coming to Mexico like two weeks after her. Nice. So. Just been chilling, chilling in the Mexican vibes now, eh? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, and, uh, you've been, so you've been plant-based or vegan for a while now, eh? Yeah, I've been, um, plant-based vegan for almost three years. Nice. So I found that out at Pachamama when, whenever we kind of had some conversations, but, uh, I was just really curious on finding out more details. Like it's kind of one of the things I, I like, I enjoy uh, hearing is, is, you know, the journey and, and how somebody got there and, you know, the, the mm-hmm. whole, the whole path to it uh, leading up to where they are today. And, uh, yeah, that is one thing I would, uh, love to speak about today. So, I mean, Absolutely. if you want to jump in and, you know, tell us, like, what made you go vegan and, uh, you know, how that all started for you and, and how it is for you now. 
Yeah. Um, I'll give, I'll give a little background info too, mm-hmm. just like before I was vegan. So, um, I've been a, I've been an athlete like my whole life, I guess you could say, um, always, always played sports, um, always been into fitness and working out and being strong and being, building muscle and all that type of stuff. So, uh, my lifestyle was like, my lifestyle and diet was like, not really vegan at all. Like not even close. It was a very eating a lot of meat, uh, lifting heavy weights, doing that type of stuff. Um, and I ended up, I played football in college for three seasons and then I stopped playing football and I kind of had a whole, I had a big change in my life and lifestyle and everything. And, um, basically I've always been like really passionate about health and wellness. And, um, I just remember being a kid and like watching Popeye, the show Popeye and like eat spinach and get strong (laughs) and go beat somebody up. And like, I just always loved that. I was like, dang, that's awesome. Like just that whole, the whole thing about taking care of your health, being strong beating up the bad guy. Like just really like that. Um, and yeah, basically, so I was, um, there was one summer, it was like the, um, after I had stopped playing football and I was just open to whatever is like healthy and everything. And I came, I went, I came across a, a speaker who was speaking about the mucusless diet. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what this is, but let me go check it out. It sounds interesting. And I go to him and he starts talking about like how, the average American can have anywhere from like, not just American, but just the average person, the average adult can have anywhere from like 10 to 20 pounds of uneliminated fecal matter in their bowels at any time. And it's not just like fecal matter, but it's like hardened, this like hardened plaque fecal matter, like on the walls of their bowels. And then he was showing cases of people who had this and like these guys with this, like this big gut and all this like hardened fecal matter, you know, and then what would come out of these people as they followed his protocol and like went on a cleanse, a deep detox following his methods. And it was just like, wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was alarming. It was, whoa, this is like wild. Um, and, uh, I guess it's just like, wow, we see so many people that are, you know, a little heavy, a little overweight, um, have, have maybe that gut or whatever. And, uh, just like, dang, that's, um, just was like it just struck just like turned a light bulb on in me i guess and uh that was that was kind of the start of it was uh was learning about that and uh his books i read them learned about the mucusless diet started practicing it which is basically the mucusless diet is like um a vegan diet um and it also doesn't it doesn't include like refined grains white rice white bread um stuff like that it's really more like a raw vegan type of diet Mm -hmm. and uh includes enemas and juicing and some different things um and then learning from that then i quickly discovered dr morse and started watching his stuff and eventually got certified by him in regenerative detoxification so yeah it's been like that those have been like that's kind of those have been like my pillars for this lifestyle and then um as I've been in this lifestyle, it's like, I've just seen all the other sides of it, which there's so many, like how the animals are treated, 
um, the conditions they're living in, the effects it has on the environment. Um, yeah, just right. tons it's, of tons of extra reasons to give me, you know, just no, just all that motivation to like keep it keep it going. So right, yeah, you came at it at at from a different angle, like from the start compared to what I hear from a lot of other people and myself, like I just found out about, you know, veganism and I jumped into it to, you know, just, just like that. And then, you know, then finding out about, you know, the mucusless diet and, and Dr. Mm -hmm. Morris and that later on after I heard about raw veganism and then dove into that and then found out about those people and it's just yeah. you know it's cool that you came from that first and then moved mm-hmm. your way to to you know other things uh, i guess oh, too right yeah right so that's cool I, I, yeah. I haven't interviewed anybody that's coming in from from that angle you that know that angle right yeah <laughs> that is cool i never thought about that actually but it does make sense because so many people that are vegan are motivated and like inspired by like you know they see like the animal cruelty in a documentary or um maybe it's like they're very into sustainability and they just know how much Mm -hmm. uh resources it takes for cattle and all this stuff versus plant-based foods um which are all very like obviously worthy causes to be behind but I mean, it could be yeah. health as well, you know, could be health as well. And then they just change, but then they yeah. just eat whatever vegan food, you know. Right, right. But like you as well, I it know, seemed like, like the... it was health, but it was also coming from a different area, you know, where you heard yeah. about the those types of diets or detoxification and that first and then kind yeah. of learned from there. And then that's kind of where you became vegan or plant-based you know so mm-hmm. that's uh yeah super interesting <laughs> yeah yep. that was my that was my uh really the kickstarter and uh i guess i had some i had some exposure to it earlier in my life um mm-hmm. i just gotta i feel like i gotta give this shout out to uh right. so my ex-girlfriend back when i was like in high school um probably like it was i think it was when i was like a junior like my junior year of high school or something. So I was like 16, 17 years old. And um, she was vegan for the first like few months of our relationship. And I remember like making fun of her a little bit and being like, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, okay, whatever. But like, I was, yeah, I was like, like I, I remember like kind of joking with her and making fun of her and just being like, what, you don't eat anything like animal products? Like, because at the time I it was so different from how I was living and how I was eating and I was still you know thinking like protein is so important for everything and right yeah so meat and eggs (laughs) and building muscle eh (laughs) right right yeah (laughs) awesome yeah so yeah when you when you got into that, was there any point in time where you were maybe doubting, um, you know, the plant-based diet or, or veganism, or was it just kind of something that came to you and, and it just it just felt right? Or I would say both. Right. Um, I think when I've learned, like, when I've learned, when I like saw the mucusless diet, learned about it, saw some of these like testimonials of what's mm-hmm. coming out of people. 
um, and then learned about Dr. Morris and some of the work that he's, he does and people, some of the things that people, you know, have experienced through that. It's just like, yeah, like it just like spoke to me. I feel like it was just like, wow, this is like, this is truth right here. Like, this is what I've been looking for. Um, and I've just, yeah. So, so yes, in that way. And then at the same time, I guess it's like, there's definitely a lot of challenges, um, that I've come like, come across in my own journey. And like, there's definitely been times where I've like questioned a bit and like, just been like, you know, like maybe, yeah, like, I don't know, like just wondering, like, you know, is this for sure? Um, just question within my own journey. Like, am I always going to be like a hundred percent, like no animal products? Am I, you know, right. question that within myself. And I think I'll just say like, last night was a great example of me getting a good reminder. Mm -hmm. So I went out to, to eat at this uh, vegan plant-based restaurant. And one of the things that I just like simply don't eat for like, and it's been like for the past, like almost three years, ever since I learned about the mucosis diet is, is like pasta, like those refined grains other than like, there's some, there's some alkaline grains that I'll eat like quinoa and spelt and wild rice. And there's some things like that, that are very nice. So like, that type of stuff but pasta is just like i just like really don't eat pasta and i haven't for like quite a while but i ordered some pasta last night and i ate it and i just like instantly felt like this brain fog and hmm. um it was just like dang it was so instant and it was so clear and i was like wow okay this is a good reminder for like maybe i kind of forgot how like clear-minded and how good i feel by eating like that like those fresh fruits and vegetables and salads and um, eating that lifestyle, like, wow, the mental clarity is like very, very like um, distinct right. from it. So, yeah, I think it's nice to like have the knowledge and then practice it. And then also, you know, at times maybe feel like pull it away a bit and then you get that reminder and it's like, okay, like, that's you know it works it's it's doing something so totally yeah no sometimes sometimes like you know even just about the whole plant-based vegan thing like it can be a solid thing in one's mind you know but i think i don't know i i think it's like it's fine to like accept the possibility that you know I might not be vegan for the rest of my life or something rather yeah. than just being so solid. Like I'm never going yeah. back. I'm never, you know, yeah. you know, or, or, or it yeah. could be something to do with a certain type of food as well. Like I'm never eating this right. again or, you know, like right. you can still say it like that and feel it that way. But like, you also have to yeah. feel like, okay, I have to accept that maybe there's a chance cause you can't predict the future, you know? Right. So it's, right. Kind and you of. don't want to put your bot. What? Oh no! Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say it's like you don't want to put yourself in such a such a tight box, too. Right. You know, like it's yeah. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a it's just I guess something I thought of like I don't know 
six months ago or so and i was like i don't know i think it's somebody somebody said something along those lines and it kind of just resonated with me and it made sense to just kind of accept that there's a possibility but it doesn't mean that i need to feel like i might go change something that i don't agree with right now it's just that i can't predict it can't predict what i'm going to be doing in 10 years uh, you know i'm also you know i i also got you know convinced or or i also believe and my beliefs have changed in 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 a certain direction but who's to say that my beliefs could not change maybe partially back in a different direction you know with whatever information that we gather so but right right of course it's not to say that i'm thinking about not being vegan or something it's like i can't ever see myself not being vegan anymore you know but right but i mean i can't just uh you know i have to see that there's a possibility i guess but (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean it makes to me it makes a lot of sense that like as a if you look at our if you look at like us humans as like speed as just another species and like every species in the world has like a species specific diet Mm -hmm. so like um gorillas eat like leaves and berries and things like that and horses eat grass and like lions eat other animals like every every species you see in the wild in nature like has like a very specific like range of a few things that they eat and function optimally on. And so as like a human, it makes a lot of sense that like we have a species specific diet and that is like fruit and herbs. Right. That's what I would say. Fruit and herbs would be our like ideal. I agree. Diet. I agree. Like the more I look into it, the more I think of it, it always leads to that to that you know because i feel like there's just so many things that we eat and it doesn't make any sense we're the only living being that eats like this massive wide range of food and you know it has to be to me it has to be wrong in some degree even though we can process it even though you know digest some of it we don't really know what we can fully digest but we think we do but maybe we're not really taking in anything from it and it's just kind of a waste but yeah you know and just because we can survive on something doesn't mean that it's like what we're supposed to be doing like there's you know Let's, let's figure out the way that like we can thrive rather right. than just like survive, you know? And like for me, I feel like we're not even close to meat eaters if you look at how we're mm-hmm. built. So, I mean, like I think yeah. we're the furthest. Like- <laughs> yeah, I think we're like the furthest away. We're closest to anything else that eats plant, you know, any other animals that eats plants. Right. So it's kind of like yeah. I would completely eliminate that food group or whatever people mm-hmm. want to call it food. I guess I don't really call it food anymore, but, yeah. but I mean, I would completely eliminate that and just and look completely at the rest. stop eating that, yeah. You know, and, and even the rest outside of animals and, and their, you know, secretions and stuff like there's there's so many there's so many things. But I guess that, you know, if you can leave right. it down to vegetables fruits and and nuts and seeds even like it's still a huge variety and then but there's just so much when you hear people talking about 
you know, oh, you got to get this, you got to get these vitamins, got to get these minerals. And when we're talking about all that and all the combinations of everything we need, it almost, it yeah. almost like forces all these foods back into the diet because oh, these, this food is high in this and that food is high in that. And well, you got to get that. And it, it just, You're saying it forces all the plant-based foods back into the diet or it forces like the meat and dairy type of stuff? I mean, a lot of people, if you want to look at the, the whole picture, it, it does force everything back in there, meat and everything and, yeah. and all plants and whatever, yeah. just because there's some, you know, nutrients or whatever that people will right, say are right. way higher in meat and more absorbable, absorbable. So it's kind and of think, like whether they're right or not, but I mean, it's. Yeah. And that's just like that perspective on nutrition where it's like, so focused on every little vitamin every mineral everything that can be like um you know boiled down to like the the microscopic nutrient it's like that's just not the perspective that i like to go by anymore mm. i like right. to just think of um like i like to look at nutrition it's just like how much life is this like what i'm consuming how much life is it giving so like like fruit, a fresh fruit and fresh vegetables, fresh salad, like those are all like very life-giving, like full of life. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and just kind of listening to my body to see like what what am I drawn towards? What am I really craving? Um, and like, yeah, and just feeding it life, really. Totally. Trusting that. I think it's as well as like, you know, how, how you eat it, you know, taking your time, really appreciating the food and just, you know, and not just mm -hmm. like throwing it down your throat and then not thinking about it. You know, I think I kind of believe that there's, yeah. you know, some absorption issues when we just don't really think about it. And it's kind of like a hard habit to break because we're not used to yeah. thinking about it that way and just eat the food and get off the table and right, go away right. you know, and go do something else yeah you know get it's it in and get like out filling up a car like yeah get, get it in yeah. get fuel in and like then go yeah that's so true right so yeah. i mean i could be completely wrong i'm just feeling that that's part of a bit of a of something we're lacking in you know and that's why yeah. that so many people might need certain things i mean we're all different still so, and we can still use tests to figure out certain things about ourselves, but, but yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. I agree that, you know, the more life you can, you can put in, you know, rather than trying to get all the combinations, you know, like mix right, the beans right. with the rice and it gives you this and mix this yeah, with that. Yeah. And it's like, there's just too yeah. many things. <laughs> like how right. are you supposed to follow all that stuff? Like it should not yeah. be complicated like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> so um yeah so what kind of things are you are you eating lately like you're out there so maybe your diet is slightly different than if you were home in ohio or or would it be close to the same or yeah so i guess um being in being in costa rica i really took advantage of the coconuts coconuts were amazing in costa rica nice. super cheap like less than a dollar to just get it on the street crack it open get nice nice get big thing of fresh coconut water which 
By the way, if you've never had a coconut water out of a coconut, it's not even close to like what you get in the store. And then the guy I would get it from would usually just like crack it open. It'd be the meat, just eat the meat too. And it's, it's great. Um, I love, I love coconut. It just like the, the water and the meat together is just like, it gives you the, the hydration. And then the meat is like such a good energy source. Like it's high in fat. It's got a nice solid substance. Like, I feel like I could eat coconuts every day of my life and absolutely yeah and like there's so so many people like i I buy it too as well like you know the you know even if it's organic or whatever you know the coconut water off the shelf at the store and you're like yeah and i find it just doesn't it doesn't cut it like it's completely different from actual fresh like it's it's probably it's basically dead by time it's you know on the shelf in those bottles or whatever and it does doesn't right. have any life yeah. anymore compared to that fresh coconut that you're talking about, and that's why it's so hydrating. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I find these ones are not hydrating. They're like almost I just need water after. Like it's just kind of yeah, you know, compared to if it was fresh, it would actually right. hydrate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel like now that I've experienced those fresh coconuts, it'd be be really hard for me to ever. Yeah. drink something else but yeah. the one brand that is pretty good i've heard is harmless harvest right harmless harvest i've had that. and I've so that's that. and i've tasted it and it, it does taste really good as well so um i would definitely treat myself to those once in a while but so yeah the coconuts is definitely something that i'm, I'm getting down in the tropics that i want to be able to get in ohio and then um yeah there's just been like the Atolfo mangoes Mm. Um, those are amazing. Um, really good down here. I've been eating some watermelon. Um, what else? Try oh, oranges. There's some really good oranges here. I've been eating, like, I'll notice, like, there's some, a lot of, like, fruit vendors on the streets, and, like, I'll just be able to tell, like, okay, what is, like, actually growing here? Because, right. like, it, it won't look, like, quite as pretty, but I'll just be able to tell, like, okay, this is, like, this is more, like, something local, and so I'll, I'll eat a lot of that and it tastes amazing. So just being able to get like the local fruit, like where it's grown is pretty cool. Um, I'm yeah. And if I was in Ohio, I'd probably be eating a lot of fruit, especially now that it's like good weather. Um, when it's like hot and sunny out, it's always feels good to eat that. And, um, it's like one of the best, best foods. It's like the best thing to eat if you're, if you're detoxing and stuff. So, um, yeah, I would definitely be still be eating a lot of fruit, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to do a do a grape grape fast here soon. Nice. Yep. Some good is uh, some good local grapes there, or what? Uh they're seeded grapes, so that's always good. Nice. Um, it's pretty hard to find seeded grapes at yeah. least where I'm from. That's very true. So they do have the seeds, which is awesome, and uh, grapes are just like one of the best the best things to do a detox on they're super super alkalizing um and yeah i don't know if are you familiar with kidney filtration you heard of that a little bit not not very much no okay so um that's kind of the key of like detoxification from what i've learned and um basically what it is is like the the quick overview is like the blood the blood feeds the cells in the body 
the cells excrete waste, which goes into the lymphatic system. So the lymphatic system is kind of like the body sewer system. And then that the lymphatic system hooks up to the kidneys and the kidneys like filter the waste and excrete it through the urine. So most people, when they pee, they just pee and it's like pretty clear and there's no sediment um, and they think it's good. They're like, okay, this is good. But actually when you pee um, and you're, if you're detoxing and your kidneys are filtering properly and you're like removing those waste from the body, um, you'll see like sediment in the urine. So imagine like a snow globe, like you shake it up and there's like all that, those particles, like right. your pee should like the more close your pee looks like to that, that's actually like the deeper that stuff eliminating from your body, cellular waste, clearing the lymphatic system. And, um, that's a good thing to get that stuff out. So, right. Yeah. I've definitely heard yeah, about that part for sure. Yeah. So that's something that's just like, really, um, I'm really into and I've only, I've actually only gotten kidney filtration like once or twice, like over the past couple of years that I've been like into this journey. Mm -hmm. Um, it really takes like a focused, uh, pretty deep effort to like, I mean, at least for me, I think everybody's at different states, like naturally, like based on like, you know, genetics and just your past like life history where right. your kidneys are at. But for most people, like I know a woman who works, who does this like as a profession and works with people and she's like, yeah, like I think she said people anywhere, it takes people anywhere from like two weeks to maybe like six months to like really get their kidneys to start filtering. Hmm. Nice. So yeah, it takes like a high high fruit and herbs, really high fruit and the right herbs to to get that process going. Yeah, that's one thing I've been wanting to get into is more herbs. Like, I have a I have a friend out in the states in New Jersey who who makes them, and uh, yeah, he's he's pretty awesome and stuff. So I want to try to get some. I know a few people, I guess, off Instagram that are that are good friends that that make them and package sure. them and stuff yeah yeah like do they make them like tinctures or powders or yeah a few of them make oh. different varieties of of that where you can purchase the powder or the tinctures or you know so yeah who's the person in new jersey i'm curious that makes them uh his his name is steve um peaceful steve oh. on instagram but he's been He's been off social media for a while, working on that and some other projects of his. So, okay. But yeah, I'll definitely link you to him. Yeah. Later. Sounds, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to connect with people that are in that space. Check him out. The the wavy movement is another one. He does like sea moss and some other stuff like that. You know, okay. that seems pretty pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, that I I'd love to try it try it out at least, but yeah, for sure. Right. Um, one sec, I'm gonna I need to use the restroom. Yeah, go I'll for be it. Right buddy. back. Okay, sweet. Refreshed. <laughs> yes, I'll refreshed. Nice, nice. For sure. A little little bathroom break there. Yes, yes. <laughs> little little drain the pipes. Yeah. So. Um. I wanted to ask you, um, how do you feel that 
veganism has helped you evolve in in other aspects of your life like maybe physically or or mentally yeah um i feel like it's been it's been huge um a lot of ways especially around just like my mental health um i would say like spirituality um and i would just say like yeah my just like general peace and well-being like um definitely like i noticed such a strong connection with diet and mental health Mm -hmm. now that i've been plant-based like um yeah i just feel so much more peaceful and like yeah calm i guess you could say when i'm eating plant-based diet like yeah it's um, almost like peace it's almost like after you change you kind of you recognize it in some way yeah right like i think before it would just sound like oh the concept of like diet and mental health and there's a link and like it would just sound like oh maybe like that's just sounds like a foreign concept like they seem like completely different things you know like but it's so it definitely is so true um and yeah i think it's just like when people I think it's like the diet of like caffeine and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of meat and, you know, super sugary, very salty, like anything in that whole category, like those type of foods are just going to cause a lot of anxiety and depression and burnout and fatigue. And um, I feel like a plant-based diet is just more closer to what we're supposed to be eating as a species, species specific diet. And it just helps to balance things out. And sometimes that balance is like taking things a little slower, meditating more. Um, yeah. And yeah, meditation is one thing that's definitely improved a lot. Like I feel like as I, the lighter I eat or if I'm fasting, definitely. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm eating like just a plant-based healthy, maybe more raw, diet it's like wow my meditation is like very very tuned in and it's like dang i can just like sit down and drop into meditation like very quickly whereas like maybe if i was eating something else it would take me quite a bit of time to like get to that point Mm -hmm. um and then also my skin i would just say my like my skin has cleared up so much and it's like so it's the skin is such a quick like reflection of like if i do eat something that i shouldn't be eating or if i'm eating really healthy it shows up like very very quickly in my skin totally so those would be three those would be three of the biggest ways um definitely there's been some aches and pains that i feel like have uh have healed up and um improved because of how i eat as well mm-hmm yeah, I feel the same with with the skin as well. Like sometimes you kind of go off track and you know end up eating a bag of chips or something, and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. well that's the bag of chips coming out. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah, or like, for there's, sure. There's times I'm sure it doesn't yep. do it, but you can definitely see, especially if you've been going a long time where you were, you know, pretty pretty consistent you know and then you just kind of fall off a little bit and you're like oh shit (laughs) right right (laughs) and i feel like um 
I don't know if that you found this to, to be true, but I feel like when, uh, when I'm being very consistent and very healthy, it's like almost like I'm building up a bank of like health. Yeah. And then it's like, even if I make like one mistake, it won't really show up because like I've built up such a, such a good bank of like, you know, reserve health or whatever, like yeah. insurance. And then, <laughs> but it's like, if I really go off and like maybe have a whole, like a bad week or something longer then it's like, okay, then it really shows up. Yeah. Just killed your insurance. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, insurance is dry. You know, now you're really paying for it. I don't know why it's funny. I just loved how you called it insurance, you know, a bank and yeah. insurance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I totally agree as well on the, you know, I, I feel like the, all the stimulants and stuff, like, you know, like you said, caffeine and, and high sugar and, you know, salts and, you know, all these processed foods. I feel like there's a lot of different things that we don't think of that we're eating and they're just like causing some sort of spike in our body. And I feel like, you know, yeah. Doing that up and down, up and down all the time and all these different directions is, uh, it's, you know, I think it's, it is causing partially, you know, the reason for maybe some anxiety in some people and, and depression and different, mm -hmm. different things mm -hmm. that, that come up, you know, cause it's yeah. not, like you said, not so balanced. So to me, it makes right. sense when I look back at that, you know, drinking coffee, where you got the caffeine and then you got the sugar in there and and then mm -hmm. the animal products and everything else, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, people coming off of those things, it's like um, to just know what, what the process is going to be like because when the body has become so accustomed and like reliant on these uh, stimulants, which like meat is a stimulant as well. Meat has a lot of, uh, most meat is like very much, um, has like a lot of hormones from the animals and it gives you yeah. this, like this, like energy from that, um, which is kind of like a false energy source, but it's still like a, it's like a stimulating experience, just like the caffeine and coffee is like a stimulant. Refined sugar is very stimulating. Um, so when people are realizing, okay, these aren't really good for my health long-term and like now I want to come off, it's important to have something that will uh, kind of like support you in that process because just taking those things away and then going in, going into like more of a clean, pure lifestyle, it can definitely feel like, whoa, like, you know, you just got these like support crutches taken away from you. And um, so for me, those things are, those things are meditation and the right herbs. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like meditation, a regular meditation practice really gives the body its chance to like come to balance. And um, we heal in the parasympathetic nervous system state. So like when we're relaxed and when we're really at that, like slow down pace, the body can really do its like inner work and get things, get things healed up and in order. And then, the right herbs can also uh, support the right parts of the body. So if it's like the adrenals, if you're coming off a of coffee and you really feel like you need to support your yourself in that way, then maybe some, some herbs that could support the adrenals and give a nice like balanced energy and maybe herbs that can help with sleep. Um, yeah. Totally. For sure. That's how I'd go about it. Yeah that 
that good balance of plants yeah and foods. <laughs> yeah and i guess you've been around a lot of uh a lot of people who are vegan or were vegan or just in this world um do you find many people that go you know maybe make these like healthy choices start going more plant-based maybe cutting out some things like like refined sugar and caffeine and then have trouble and like really feel you know maybe like their energy is way off or they just you know maybe have these like different problems uh feel like anxious or spaced out or ungrounded like all these things like have you come across a lot of people that have felt felt like this yeah i've talked to a few people here and there that you know have tried and for whatever amount of time whether it was like a week or two weeks to try to you know not drink coffee or or consume you know refined sugars and stuff and it does seem to affect them you know but it, mm -hmm. i don't know whether it's just like you know you just got to go through that process and then mm -hmm. wait it out it's just maybe some of those people might just say ah, i'm just gonna go back to my coffee or whatever and it's hard to yeah. know for some people after a week it might they might just be fine and now they're okay without it but yeah i still yeah. think that you know it's still depending on how long you've been you know drinking coffee let's say you know it could have been doing that for many many years and even though you go a week mm -hmm. and then you start feeling better you know there's plenty of times where you would probably just end up ah just having a coffee it's hard to get away like completely without yeah. that that real mindset shift to really kick you out of it you know because you could be right. trying it trying it for different reasons and even though you see that you feel better all of a sudden after a while you know you might not have made that that um that full like mindset shift away from it and then you ah i'm just gonna have one coffee it's been a while you know yeah and then it kind of pulls you back in but i mean it, it's hard right. to say like and i've spoken to some people that have have left these you know stimulants and then you know they're like oh i feel so much better but it, it changes between people of like how long it takes them to yeah to get get away from it but you know, I think that, that, you know, it's, the mindset is, is a big thing into it as well. Yeah. There's things that yeah. I've tried to quit, like, you know, where I've done for many years and I've been able to here and there a few times and it was easy, but then you end up back into it and then it's kind of just like, you know, until you, sometimes you can just somehow have that mindset shift and, and then it just like goes away. I don't know how to do that. You know, it just, it just yeah. so happens, you know, I guess. The mindset, the mindset shift and then the, like the craving just goes away. Right. Saying? And then it's just yeah. kind of like easy and you don't even think about it. But right. it's not to right. say that in three months, you might like, oh, you start to get a, a small craving. And then if you end up going for it, then then you could easily like fall no... back into it. But yeah, it could yeah. just be that one time and then you're fine for for whatever how yeah. much time. But... And I think like something I've learned is just um, 
there's no like there's no like cookie cutter path right it's like exactly the same like i feel like maybe once you've maybe people that have been on you know these health journeys and like they can look back and see okay yeah like people kind of do end up there's like similar patterns whatever but like i think it's so easy to like you know as as a person you you see something that's oh wow this is valuable i want to like improve my health or you know do this or that and then you try to like follow some program or some like you try to follow something else and think like okay step by step i'm going to follow this rather than like really tuning in and seeing you know what does my body really need like what like yes i can be aware of this like program or this like you know method but also i just need to really focus on like what does my body need where am i at and like just really list, listening to like what is what feels good and what do i know is like really good for me mm-hmm. so, absolutely yeah it's... versus just trusting something else so yeah yeah it's just so different for for everybody so it's really mm-hmm. hard to say you know what's going to work um well, there's nothing yeah. that works for everybody, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. tricky. It's kind of fun to think about and talk about because, um, you know, and I think that a lot of it could come with, you know, somebody's trying to, let's say, quit coffee or something. And it could be hard. It could be somewhat easy. And then maybe a week later, you just kind of, you know, go back to it or something. But, I think a lot of times maybe there's like stress involved or, you know, it, it depends what's going on in your life too as well, you mm-hmm. know, and how comfortable you feel. And then sometimes you just, you know, yeah. it, it, it can make it harder for you to stay away from something that you've been doing for a long time as well. Yeah. Depending yeah. on what kind of stress and, and stuff. Mm-hmm you know, all the pressures from, from different things in your life. Yeah. I have a question for you, Richard. This is a little bit of a change of subject, but, uh, did you, so did you come to Costa Rica? Like, did you just come specifically for Pachamama? Well, the way it happened is that I just wanted to travel. Like I had traveled a year prior. I went to Europe for three and a half months and traveled around and, and, uh, in Morocco and stuff and then it had been a year and I just was getting like the travel bug as they call it yeah. and then yeah. and um and uh Ariane there she, from New Brunswick she was oh, okay she had you know I had been chatting with her and stuff you know for a good year and stuff and she had applied and went to Pachamama so I knew about Pachamama yeah. when it, I was kind of wanting to travel and then she around that time she's the one that said hey you should come here i think you'd really love it and i hadn't done i hadn't looked into what it was or anything like that mm-hmm. and then so i was like oh okay and then so i looked into it and i thought it was pretty cool and just since she was there and like she was like saying i like it and stuff it kind of was like it, it kind of lined up with some i had vacation time and stuff and i was like well yeah. it's christmas and I can have a couple weeks off in total, you know, between the vacation time and the the holidays that I'm getting. And so that's kind of just how I ended up going because she was already there. So it was kind of a cool way to to meet up and and just basically, 
go explore Costa Rica for the first time. <laughs> yeah. So, nice. I mean, I don't think I would have went there if it wasn't for her being there and saying, hey, you'd really love it here. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. It's right down your alley with all the stuff that they're yeah. doing. And I was like, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah, just how I yeah. went for it. <laughs> Dang, okay. And have you also, have you also been, uh, have you been vegan for, like, how long have you been vegan for? Uh, four years just this January, so just over four okay. years. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, I was just curious, like, what's, what's it like when you go out, um, travel, and, like, get these, you know, cool experiences, maybe, you know, learn some things and whatever, and then coming back to, like, the hometown area, friends, family, whatever right. the situation is like how that process is for you well you, know, you did you were in europe for a few months and then also i guess Pachamama was a shorter trip but right yeah yeah i mean even like before europe i always wanted to just leave and i'd wanted to go to move to the tropics and stuff like that or just move somewhere warm mm -hmm. i just didn't want to be in canada in the cold anymore yeah and you know, so and going to the fruit festivals and stuff, and there's so many people oh, yeah. that do live in the tropics and do live in warm places, and it's just very inspiring and like you know motivating to go do that. But I never really felt comfortable enough to do it in a sense of like you know um, financially in a way. Like I don't have mm -hmm. a lot of these people have online businesses or or do some sort of work online, right. so. They're not yeah. going and finding local jobs in a small town mm -hmm. in Costa Rica or something. You know? Right, right. So that's how they're able to do it. And I never really had that. And just, I don't know, I've tried a few times and just didn't appeal to me that much or enough or I just didn't find the right thing. So, mm -hmm. and, you know, so, and then after I went to travel Europe, I mean... I was in I was in the tropics for a little bit or warm weather in, in Morocco for a month and then a little bit in in uh, the Canary Islands, but I think after doing that I just came back and I don't know there was just something that felt like was calling me to stay on the island and just build something here at least to start and just have you know a small property some a roof you know just to build something that. I could fall back on or that I would just have on my home island because I really love it here and I love the community feel of the whole island and I know so many people and just easy to connect yeah. with people here and everybody's so friendly. Yeah, there's just a vibe about this place, you know, and yeah. so at the same time, it was kind of hard, you know, to leave in, in some way. It's basically just the fruits and uh you know and the the warm yeah. weather that i wanted but, yeah yeah but maybe in the future i'll get there or i'll just spend winters somewhere and just have another place there or whatever happens but but yeah. uh i think that after i came from the long trip i was like no i'm staying here and i'm dedicating uh, years here to build what i need to build and figure out what i need to do first and if I end up somewhere yeah. else, I end up somewhere else. If I don't, I don't. I'm still completely fine with with living here, you know. But yeah. Um, but yeah, going to Costa Rica, I feel like you know, kind of 
triggers those feelings again somewhat and just being like, ah, I want to stay here. So it's just a lot of mixed yeah. uh, feelings about living in a tropical climate and stuff like that. But I'm still, yeah. I'm, I'm like committed to what I'm doing here on the island and, um, mm -hmm. and I feel good about it and there's no turning back, you know? And, um, yeah, I can't wait to see, I'm excited to see what's going to happen anyways with my, with that. But I think, yeah, I think it's very individual, I guess, but I just, I think, yeah, coming back was just, um, a little bit tough in some way, especially because I was coming back in the winter, <laughs> but now the winter is over. I'm right. Kind of like, yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah, pump for the summer, but in yeah. a way I still like the seasons oh, yeah. in some way, but I wish the summer yeah. would be longer here. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, right. I know you get, you're North of me. I'm from Ohio and like, yeah. we, we have winter and snow and all that and it gets cold, but up up in canada boy that's like <laughs> you guys go through like a real uh yeah like a like a challenging time i feel like every winter right it hasn't it's been getting better honestly the last two three four years it's just like almost slowly getting milder like this last winter i feel like we okay. barely had a winter i mean it was still kind of cold like oh wow. you know minus 15 celsius yeah. i'm not sure what that is in fahrenheit but I mean, it's below Dang, freezing, yeah. but I mean, it's not it's not as bad as yeah. as what we've had um, in the past. But yeah, I think it's just been harder to to process, you know, um, traveling and stuff like that. Before I had this plan of staying here and building a yurt and going off grid, mm -hmm. but now that I've committed to doing that, yeah. and that's been kind of like something I feel excited about. I feel like I've found something for myself that might lead me in an in a yeah. awesome direction that I don't even really know about yet, yeah. but um, yeah. wanting, I'm definitely wanting to explore it. So I think the whole idea of traveling and maybe moving elsewhere is definitely not there as much anymore, but I still want to travel. I just yeah. mean like moving away is, is definitely in the future if it happens, but I'd really love to just go back and forth. Because I, I don't know if I'd be yeah, able like to spend... fully live somewhere else. I think I'll just miss home too much. So living summers yeah. here would be awesome. And then winters elsewhere. That'd be, that'd be the you have a lot of... ideal. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be nice, man. A little yeah. snowbird action there. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, do, you have, do you have a lot of family around where you live? Yeah, yeah, no, most of my family's out here, and there's a few cousins spread out, Ontario, and yeah. maybe Alberta a little bit, but yeah. most of the family's still here, so, so yeah, it feels, feels nice, especially we, we get, when we all get together, we had a little get-together on Saturday, last Saturday, it was my grandmother's 100th birthday, so we kind of, wow, yeah, kind of had a little family get together rented this big place and then all the cousins and stuff that that came anyways that were able to come that were on the island were you know stayed stayed there overnight and we just had you know some karaoke and a little bit of a party and yeah. stuff like that so it was kind of cool and we want to keep doing that so yeah it, that's so cool how um how is your family uh how'd your family 
take it when you went vegan? Like, how was that process just with you, uh, you know, right. being vegan around them or coming out with them? And funny because de- that's definitely that's that was my next question to you, but I'm gonna answer that or that first since you asked, <laughs> <laughs> so we can go yeah. back and forth on this one. <laughs> for sure. um, all right yeah i mean for me i mean they took it pretty easy. I think it was just after a little while, once they knew that what I was doing, like my parents and, and my brother and stuff like that, like they were just probably unsure a little bit, but like once they seen what I was doing mm-hmm. and that it wasn't killing me, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that they were pretty open to it. And like my mom's definitely loves cooking or you know has been cooking forever so she's definitely making vegan meals when i come over and they're always super awesome she's always trying some different recipes and whatnot so and she's definitely Mm -hmm. um eating more plant-based but they're not they're not vegan or anything but um yeah um I think I think if it wasn't for my dad, he, I think she would be vegan or at least very very <laughs> close to it. But but yeah, I mean he's yeah, yeah. he's still open to it as well. Like he'll eat whatever you know. But there's there's some things that I know he wouldn't be able to give up. <laughs> okay, the, that's the, funny. The, yeah. fish, the fish and the lobster. I mean the lobster is a pretty uh, known thing on the island. So. Okay. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people that would be have a hard time leaving that off their plate, but it might be easier yeah. for other things. But <laughs> mm-hmm. but at least there's a lot of things that are local. That is one thing I'm glad that a lot of the beef and stuff that is you know growing here is you know people mm-hmm. is all put into the the supermarkets and stuff. So. So at least it's not all coming from factory farms and stuff. So that's one one small good thing to, about it, you know. Yeah. At least at least it's a uh, a little bit more local and stuff like that. Even though I don't agree with yeah. it, but I mean we can all right. agree that it's better than supporting factory farms. Right, right. <laughs> like lesser of the two evils. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, my brother is completely on the opposite end. He's uh okay. yeah, he's a, a heavier meat eater and uh we've definitely had some discussions and, and arguments and stuff like that, but yeah. It's uh I mean it's good though. I've actually learned I'm glad that I went through that with my brother because I've learned a lot of awesome stuff and it's just opened my mind in a different direction where yeah. I think I'm I've definitely benefited um talking to him even though we haven't convinced each other in in any direction but we've been able to like agree on a lot of things or agree to disagree Mm -hmm. but like we've been able to like you know see things in a different perspective which i think is is better you know instead of me being attached to so many things that maybe in a sense when you think about it doesn't doesn't really line up as good or is not like a a solid evidence or a solid fact you know and then it's just easy to throw a lot of these things out just to kind of support your movement or support your your lifestyle you know when when really it's just kind of it's not like something that's fully proven or just not Mm -hmm. really really there as a 
as a solid thing, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's a great point, actually. Like, I have a few friends. Um, there's actually a little, I have like this little like group chat on Instagram. It's like my brother and a couple friends mm-hmm. um, from like high school days. And uh, they're, none of them are like vegan or into, really into plant based or anything. I feel like my brother is maybe just like, if you were to say like he's moved just like us. I think, I think some of the health things I do, he picks up on a little bit. He's definitely nowhere near like vegan or whatever, but uh, it's good because I'll send, I'll share some stuff with them. And um, whether it's them or anybody, anytime I find some like resistance or like people that, you know, they see things differently or they just like, you know, they're not buying whatever I'm into. I've now like had that perspective of like, yeah, okay, well, this is just really going to show like where I'm at with, like, how much do I really know? You know, I might, I might think I have all this knowledge in my head, but like, can I, like, can I uh, deliver it? And like, also like, you know, what is, what are some things that I hold to be true that yeah maybe aren't true or maybe, right. you know, exactly. I can question myself. So it's like, anytime there is that like bit of resistance, it's like, it's kind of sharpening each other. I see it's like, okay, hopefully some of the stuff that I'm sharing is able to like open up this person's mind and like, shed some of their beliefs or knowledge that aren't true. And then maybe they can do the same for me. Like maybe I have some things that I've picked up um, along the way, maybe in this whole, like, you know, even in the vegan movement, whatever, there's maybe some things that they can talk, they can talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's not, not valid fully. So. Right. Yeah. 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 There's just a lot of broad terms. I find that we use sometimes, Especially yeah. when I first went vegan, you know, like, I don't know, just, just things like meat causes cancer. And it's like, I don't know, like, yeah. you can't really say it just like that. It's not just as yeah. simple as that. You eat meat, you right, get cancer. Right. Like, you know, right, there's a lot right. of things we throw out there that is not really, I feel is not, I don't know if it's counterproductive, but it's not really true in a sense. Right. You know, because I don't really believe that just eating meat causes cancer. It could. It could cause or trigger it or whatever. But I think it's more or less the combination of all these other foods that you're eating. Yeah. You know, that that are more likely to cause that, which can involve meat as well. But. Right. You know, it's just too hard to say and just like, and then, but yeah, there's so many factors easy. in life that like yeah. all the environmental toxins that we're exactly. exposed to just like sleeping patterns, like quality of water, mm-hmm. like relationships. Like there's just like so many things that have an effect on our health that, yeah. Right. To just boil down a simple statement like that is like, right. yeah, it can definitely be. Uh, something that's like not on solid ground for sure. Yeah. The one thing that I do know that's on solid ground that like is related to that is uh, I'm pretty sure the World Health Organization did classify uh, what's it called? Um, processed meats. So like I think it's like bacon, whatever, uh, lunch meats type of stuff. Like they process that. Uh, they classify that as like a carcinogen. Right. So that is that is like pretty solid if you ever wanted to use that like yeah processed meats are classified as a carcinogen according to the world world health organization right yeah and you know like i i would say i would agree with that 
you know, because it does make sense, you know, we're processing food. It's, it's just, you know, you're adding things to it and you're, you're just altering its state. So it's Mm -hmm. more of its natural state. So it does make sense for sure. Yeah. What, uh, what about your friends and family? How are they feeling about that change? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I guess like, since I've made the change, I've been more like my physical location. I haven't really been like home a lot. So it's been, it's right. been like, um, in that way, it's, it's been nice to like, you know, be around new people and explore, you know, connect with, um, not have to like, not have to like, uh, have an identity to like, you know, fit into or whatever, an old identity, whatever. But, uh, Overall, I mean, I resonate with your story a lot. Like my mom is um, definitely picked up on a lot of things and is more plant-based and is like more receptive and like open to a lot of things that I'm about. Um, Definitely not vegan, but uh, I think if my, I think my dad is like maybe the biggest influence (laughs) on her that's like the non-vegan influence because he's just like very much like, like steak and potatoes. It's always the man, isn't it? Yeah, man, yeah. the man is the problem. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, we're we're showing a new way to do things here, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're showing, we're showing that you can be a man and don't have to don't have to eat meat or yeah, <laughs> drink their secretions to to prove it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, it was it was actually like really uh, like. It was pretty nervous for I was pretty nervous to come out and like tell my dad uh, when I when I was um, when I was vegan and decided to tell him. So that was a, that was a pretty big step is like just you know letting him know that this is what I'm doing now. And uh, how did he um, take it? He I think he was like, well, is this just like a is this just like a little like little like phase you're going through? <laughs> is this just like a a little like short period thing you're doing just like a little cleanse or are you like is this like something you really want to do like for a long period of time like forever and i just i was just like um yeah i mean this is what i'm like this is what i'm into now so i don't really see a point where i like i don't see a point in the near future where i'd not be doing this so i'm right it's kind of like indefinite it was just like oh wow okay um <laughs> yeah i think it's me i just think i'm doing something that's like some completely completely like um new to like the people that i'm around like yeah they've heard of it and they know whatever but like i think i'm like for a lot of people that i'm especially my family members i'm like the first like close person that's actually like doing this and living this lifestyle and like committed to it so i think the biggest most important thing is just me you know, living by example and like actually like living a healthy lifestyle and like just my results, my example will speak for itself. So, um, I think my, my grant, like my grandma kind of questions, has, has questioned it a bit at times, you know, like, is this, is, is this really like, do you really want to be doing this or like, or not, not like in a, not like in a this supportive way. It's just like, just question. I think it's just like, you know, like, uh, she's like, oh, are you, st-? she'll be like, oh, are you still, still vegan now? Or, you know, which is, 
I guess if you've lived, if, if people, you know, people have grown up and lived a certain way and seen a certain thing happen the same way for such a long period of time that makes sense to, that they'd be like, right. you know, not, not fully understanding whatever, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely cool when I do connect with other, other vegan people like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, there's just something about it. eh? Like when you, yeah. especially when you meet somebody and you don't know, and then you find out after talking to them for a bit, right? like, right, Oh, you're right. vegan. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's just like, like yeah, some sort of connection that just boom. Like. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it just, I guess it just says big, there's like, yeah. I feel like it just automatically, you know, there's so many like values and so much right. like, there's so many things that like, we'd agree on and like see eye to eye or like understand yeah. you know more than just the way we eat it's like things on like how we see the world and um what we care about and it just be like yeah, okay true. boom so many things you know are kind of in alignment so right yeah and it's yeah. like you've never had that before you know when you're not vegan you meet somebody like there's nothing else that you can really be like you know oh mind yeah. blowing you're like really you do that right. too like okay oh, yeah. oh you play hockey as well oh cool you know but yeah. like it's not not the same i guess it's, it's i guess not. it's because it's a whole it's a whole lifestyle and it's like yeah something that i guess is still new in some way or or mm-hmm. not so common or well yeah, I mean, it's getting so common. it's definitely getting more popular like getting more people are learning about what vegan is everywhere because almost every restaurant now has a vegan option so right but but still yeah it's like you said it's just lining up with so many so many things (laughs) yeah and yeah about my friends uh you asked also like friends and family like my friends i think a lot of people um kind of follow me and keep an eye on like what I'm doing on like my social media, Ray Guns Remedies. Um, I think a lot of my old, like a lot of my friends will keep up and see stuff there. Um, I think people are just kind of like interested to see, you know, okay, what's like, how's, how's it going? What's he doing? You know, I think a lot of people are just like, you know, in their, in their normal uh, patterns, lifestyle, all this stuff not ready to make a make a big change like that for whatever reasons probably you know social a lot of probably a lot of different reasons um but they're just you know i'm guessing they're just keeping an eye on and seeing how i'm doing seeing how it's working for me um um, i guess i'm just i'm just kind of like a big focus i'm a bit i mean yes i like i'm in it more the main like you know, the the main focus for me right now is just like the health aspects of it and uh, just finding the, living the right balance and doing my best with that. So the detox life and detoxing and then rebuilding and just going into both. Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. So, um, yeah um what uh what kind of advice would you have for people now if if somebody if people were interested in adopting a a vegan lifestyle yeah um i would just 
first I would just like really question like what's your motivation to get into it like are you motivated because it's kind of trendy and like you know it's there's a lot of like cool like social media people on that are vegan and whatever or do you have like a strong like have you really like developed like a strong issue and a strong why and like really been like inspired by some documentary that you saw where you saw like these animals just being treated super poorly and you just know you can't support that um so yeah i would just say like really get get strong in your why and uh i guess then my tips and advice would be just make changes like just listen to your body, I guess, like know, know what is, know what, like know what's healthy and then also listen to your body and be easy on yourself. Um, we can all, we all like probably have an idea that like, you know, eating fruits and veggies and a raw lifestyle is like really healthy and probably the more ideal way to live, but to actually put that into practice and actually like have it sustainable and feel good and like still be like, achieving success and doing your best in all other areas of life. Um, that's like a different, that's a whole different thing. So just knowing you don't have to like, don't have to be a fruitarian tomorrow to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I always mention is just take it, whatever, you know, step by step in whatever pace that you feel comfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than just sometimes jumping right into it can be fine but you can try it out if yeah. it doesn't work then right. don't call it right. a failure and it doesn't work just you know oh right. let's just move it back to let's try vegan one one day at a time or or one day a week or something exactly exactly it, yeah it can be as simple as like oh okay i'm you know i'm motivated to become vegan whatever and maybe just finding one vegan meal that you really like and then totally. adding that into your life and like just allowing it to grow from there exactly and it's like what we what we focus on expands so you know just you start with one thing and focus on it and maybe find a vegan find a plant-based restaurant in your area just go there maybe invite your friends invite family whatever just yeah. start small and allow it to grow totally yeah it's always fun it's always fun to you know help people out and and see where they go from there and you know i've talked to so many people and it's just cool to see where they take it and and how what their experience is with it and and uh see where see where they go with it mm -hmm. yeah it's always cool when uh it's always cool when when you can have a positive impact and like inspire someone in a positive way and definitely found this lifestyle has given lots of opportunities for that so totally <laughs> yeah so uh yeah. one of the last things i like to ask is uh do you see a plant-based world in the future and how do you think we can make that happen <laughs> oh that's a great question wow yeah man i definitely do um the thing is i i see a plant-based world i just also like i know that like there's those like meat substitutes and like um 
some of those like unhealthy like lab created stuff and like so i would my ideal plant-based world is one that's like people are like really you know the food is growing in harmony with nature and people are living in harmony with nature and yeah honestly i do i do see it i do see it happening i see like there's really there's i feel like this is like there's a, a good solid percentage of people that are actually like living this vegan lifestyle and now there's enough people that like you know this this whole lifestyle has eyes on it so like let's just say like the next hundred years like people are really going to be seeing the evidence and like right. what works what doesn't like you know so you know if people are if people are really really showing the proof of like wow this this the vegan lifestyle is really like holding its weight you know like people are really like living healthy living happily you know living long all this stuff like i just see that that being proof and um i guess how to make it happen um just just continue continue sharing the message um I think people, people got, like buying land and taking care of the land and like, um, whether that's like in just more, more like retreat centers and more, uh, places where they're taking care of the land and like, um, living in harmony with it, like growing food and creating communities. I think communities where people are like doing different trades and maybe some people are growing food. Some people are doing other things, but they're like sustainable, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just living the example ourselves. So like for me, just to continue to show a healthy example of it and for you to continue to show a healthy example of it and we'll just naturally inspire people and hopefully make a beautiful impact on the world. Totally. Yeah, I know I agree. Um, like, like you said, it's just going to take some time as well to, you know, have these groups of people all over the world uh living this lifestyle and then with time um it'll it'll show itself if it really works mm -hmm. or not because I, I feel like there's a lot of right. people that are still questioning it because well you know there's not that many long-term vegans you know there's some mm -hmm. and some you don't really hear of you know, not everybody's on social media. Yeah. And it seems like the only ones you hear of right. are the ones that are on social media. And there's probably many right. more. We just don't know. But like, right. as it grows, like you said, it's then it's going to build more traction by knowing, you know, figuring out what is working and how to make it work. And, you know, because I just love seeing my favorite thing I love seeing is families that have a bunch of kids and their kids were vegan since birth, you know, because their parents mm -hmm. were vegan. I just ran mm -hmm. across um, and just followed um, this couple on Facebook today, actually. And they had moved from Toronto to New Brunswick and they were looking for other like vegan kids or whatever to like, you know, so that their kids could have some friends. Cause I guess they had a bunch of other uh, vegans and vegan kids that they were friends with in Toronto. So they were, you know, reaching out to the, in the Facebook wow. groups. And I thought it was cool. I, I looked them up and it's just a, a younger, a young couple that has four kids that 
or I think between two and like 10 or something like that. And I'm pretty sure from what I read that they're all vegan since birth. And I'm, I'm wow. guessing that they were vegan before they had the kids too. Right. So I yeah. think it's awesome. It, we need more of that. We need those people to, to share their story and stuff because it's just, I think that is one thing that a lot of people question is, you know, how to raise a child as a vegan. Is it safe? Yeah. Is it, you know, and right. you hear so many people in some places, you know, oh, it's child abuse and this and that. Right, right. You know, people have been to jail for doing that, you know, so wow. in different countries. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I just love doing it. I just love seeing that because you just look at them and I mean, they're super healthy and they're just living that yeah. lifestyle. So it's yeah. really good to, to share that knowledge with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess before I uh, before we end here, I'll just um, let people know what I'm what I'm offering right now. It's, Absolutely. Uh, basically, like a holistic plant based um, transformation. So it's a four week program, and over the course of four weeks, it'll be like a, like a nutrition food plan, um, kind of like initial consultation with the goals, and then there will be a day of grocery shopping. So if it's online, then it'd be like, uh, probably like online, like maybe people could like do an online order or I could just be like a consultation before they go to the grocery, but a day of grocery shopping, um, a personal workout, a guided meditation and a, like a, a breakthrough hike is what I'm calling it. So it would be like, we both go on a hike and hike slash jog. And it'd just be something to like, go in with an intention and just really push past some barriers, push past some discomfort and just take care of the body and while you're doing it. And um, nice. yeah, so it's really just basically the program is like a four week thing to just kind of like kickstart and initiate and inspire a healthier way of living a plant-based life. So it's open to anyone who's vegan or non-vegan, anyone who wants to live a more plant-based life and initiate some health, health with, with my guidance. So, that's awesome dude yeah yeah i seen that you had uh it, it you said it was launched already or you're working on it still yeah it's um it's open now for people um nice still like i guess there's yeah it's it's open now so right yeah. so you can uh we can reach you at on on instagram and, and facebook or instagram yeah instagram would be the best place um I have to like Ray Guns Remedies would be the best account. Ray Guns underscore Remedies. Awesome! I'll uh, share that yeah. in, in the in the notes for the uh, right. for the episode and stuff. And uh, yeah, awesome. Cool, cool, man. Well, thank you, man. Dude. I, yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. Like, just grateful <laughs> to have you in my in my circle, man. I'm happy that we we connected in Costa Rica, and like, it'll just be. Just, just grateful to have people like you in my life. So, oh, likewise, you know, another, buddy. Likewise. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to yeah. to hang out for with you for real at some point in time here because yeah, I feel like it was just like we got teased at the uh, I know <laughs> at the at the Pachamama there with with everything that was going on. So we'll have to I get know. some good hangout time at some point. Yeah, man, I could definitely see us like. I don't know, there'd be some, whether it's like the fruit festival in New York or 
I could just see there being something like big event going on somewhere in the world and we maybe both go to it and then just have a great time together. Absolutely, man. (laughs) And if you're ever in Ohio, just reach out to me. Oh, I'll definitely try to make a trip. I've been wanting to explore the States and all these different places out there and, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll be. I'll definitely be reaching out to you. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> cool. Look to it. Right on. Well, you have a good time in Mexico, and uh, I'll be. I'll be watching your stories like I usually do. So. <laughs> yeah. Likewise. <laughs> and uh, I'll be. I'll be sharing your 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 course your program that you have on so that more people can can reach out if that's something that they interest awesome. they're interested in. So. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I appreciate it. Well, you have yourself an amazing day and we'll we'll talk soon, brother. Yes, sir. You too. See ya. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you guys could leave me a review, let me know what you guys think. If you guys have any suggestions, ideas, anything at all that would help the podcast grow and again if you guys haven't done so already please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes each week i hope you guys have a wonderful day peace and love to you all